Hello and welcome. You've tuned into Active Listening with T4 Tactics. I'm Marco Galbraith, your host, and our podcast is all about personal success and networking. We'll discuss small business tips, health and wellness issues, personal safety tips, financial gain, and a variety of other topics from professionals in the field. And once in a while, we'll throw in our area of expertise, firearm safety and active shooter response for businesses, churches, and schools. So sit back, relax, listen, and learn. Active listening with T4 Tactics. Hey everyone, welcome back to Active Listening with T4 Tactics. I'm your host, Marco Galbraith, and today we've got a really, really cool guest with a really, really (laughs) cool story. Lots of cool stories. Michaela Alexandria is here. Welcome. Hello, it's so good to be here. So Michaela took my firearm safety class with a few other girls, models. Yes. And uh, we had a good time, and you did really well in that. Thanks. I was freaking out. I had nearly a full-on panic attack. Yeah, but you did really, yeah, but you know what? We worked through that, and uh, and we're going to have to go again. Yes, I would love to. Yeah, Jasmine. Hi, Jasmine. Um, Jasmine wants to, to go again and her mom wants it. to bring her. So yeah, we, we should, should do that. It. And so on, during the firearm safety class, we were talking about you and your, everything you've gone through. And yeah. that's where we decided, you know what? That's a podcast. Cause I like <laughs> to have people on that have a unique story yeah. and that talk about fighting through things and never quit attitude and not giving up. And you're that. You've gone from some medical issues, and now you're modeling, and you're doing a whole bunch of other things. So tell the listeners a little bit about yourself. Well, okay. So um, I am only 19 years old, Mm -hmm. and I've been modeling and acting for about five years now um, through some really bizarre circumstances. Um, Pretty much I was five years old when I was diagnosed with inflammatory bowel disease, Mm -hmm. Um, and that's pretty much like Crohn's disease. So if you know anyone... um, that has a invisible illness or something that affects their life. I mean, just try to be aware of it as much as you can. Um, I was 15 years old when I had my entire colon removed and I had an ostomy bag. Um, And that was really foundational in... um, So how is that, how is being 15 years old and having an ostomy bag, how Mm. was that at school? Because that's oh, tough on a 15-year-old oh, girl. It, yeah. Well, and that's the thing. I mean, there's there's so many pressures, like, uh-huh. my, the people my my generation face today anyway. And, you know, there were times in class where my bag would make noise. And mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> I called him Gary. Yeah, yeah. It really helps to um, <laughs> name something that you don't have control over. Right. And so, you know, oh, excuse Gary. He's yeah, a little yeah. loud today. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, but he would make noise and someone in the class would be like, oh, she farted. Yeah. And I'm like, I really didn't. You right, know, right. Gary may have. Gary but. may have. Maybe <laughs> um, on Gary. Yeah, but I mean, it was crazy. And especially being in the entertainment industry up to that point, you know, okay, what does that mean for me? I'm a model with an ostomy bag and being at fashion shows and you know all the models were backstage and we stripped down and we're getting dressed real fast yeah and everyone looks yeah and And at 15 girls are in that that stage or that mindset where everybody is staring at them yeah everything is so important i mean guys too but at that age in school yeah everything is so critical at 15 Yeah. Yeah. yeah so um So you dealt with that. Gary was a little obnoxious sometimes. Oh, yes, for sure. And I mean, it was hard. I don't want to minimize it in any way, shape, or form. Like, 
my my relationship with my body has always been so difficult mm-hmm. and I think that um I I am incredibly lucky to have never had extreme self-esteem issues. Yeah. Um, when I did get my ostomy bag, I mean, not just my my body changed, but my entire life changed. Oh, How I bet. My functions changed, mm-hmm. and so I was reevaluating myself right. in every aspect, and not just physically, but like mentally, emotionally. You know, there's that huge. Okay, I'm 15. Will a man ever love me? Right. Like there's so many aspects to it where. You're asking some really scary questions. Yeah. And to get through that, there are a lot of what ifs. There are a lot of doubts. Um, I've been in counseling like forever. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I've planned on being for a long time yeah. because yeah. I've got some work to do. Yeah. Um, but man, dealing with that, I have grown so much. Mm-hmm. And I see the world in a way that a lot of people don't see it. Yeah. And um, it's put a lot of things into perspective. And, you know, going through the things that I've been through, near-death experiences, having my body kind of taken away from me, having my body be the enemy. Yeah. Um, you know, how do I reframe my mindset? Okay, my, my body is a vehicle for me to express myself. Mm-hmm. And so even with acting and modeling, that's like an amazing healing process for me because I get to use my body to create art. I get to use my body to communicate to people in a way that my body usually is, I victimize it. Yeah, yeah. And so kind of taking that control back and saying, okay, you know, this is what happened to me. And I remember um, being in high school and this was maybe like two years after I had the bag. And my my one theater class was very active and I had several times where my bag had like quite literally exploded in class and it smells like crap everywhere and it's disgusting and I run to the nurse's office and you know whatever and I (laughs) I kind of like came out yeah it's like hi guys like you've known me for a long time but like this is a big secret about my life that you don't know yeah and having people you know i put together a slideshow of my life pretty mm-hmm. much and like gary and gary's gary, acting up yeah and yeah you know when when you're vulnerable about that yeah. kind of stuff at your age at, the, at 15 yeah people some people take it horribly yeah but other people change your life. Any? Did you go to school around here? I did. Yes. Okay. Any yeah. teasing about the bag? Oh yeah, or, yeah. especially from the. Um, I can imagine. Especially from the very popular drama kids. Yeah. Really yeah. bad. Which yeah. is ignorance. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I it poked out of my shirt one day. Yeah. Poop bag, poop bag. She's got a poop bag, and I'm like, you're supposed to be 17 years old, and you're yeah. you're bragging about having the lead in the play but you don't know decent humanity right you know and right. it's, it's really hard to respect people like that and i just you gotta what? get the grit you know? yeah, yeah, yeah 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 and you know what like you know there are things that bothered me when i was 15 in high school mm-hmm. you know that were like devastating it's the end of the world right and, yeah. <laughs> and as you get older you look back and you're like i actually lost sleep over that right? it, i mean it's r- ridiculous i guess it's a part of growing up but what i really was impressed with you <clears throat> was during the the gun class we were talking about it and so you had some embarrassing things with the bag and some some medical issues and not only did you or you didn't go home and just hide and stay home and be a recluse you did just the opposite of what many people would do you went out and showed off your body with Mm -hmm. being on stage wow i mean that's 
that's huge to me. That's that's well, that's fighting. You. I'm punching my fist here, but that's that's <laughs> fighting. That's saying no. You're not going to get the best of me. Not only right. are you not going to embarrass me, Gary, but I'm going to get right, on. Yeah. I'm going to get on stage and I'm going to beat it. Yeah. And you did. Yeah. That's yeah. And I mean, I'll be. Gosh, I'll be real out there. I. <laughs> I had to choose it. Mm-hmm. Other people had to choose it for me as well. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, I um, I started entertainment yeah. business before I had the bag and everything and before I almost lost my life. Um, but my therapist, I was incredibly depressed, suicidal. Yeah. I was I was done. My body had beaten me. Right. And she said, Michaela, you need to get your ass out of bed. Yeah. You are going to dance classes Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or you're doing this play yeah. at the Scranton Cultural Center. Shout mm-hmm. out Scranton, Nipa. Yeah. Um, and she's like, I've already talked to your parents. They're fine driving you to either take your pick. And it was a total intervention. And within that first week, I found so much darkness. And so many people just came to me pouring their hearts out. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, a huge part of my life is you know, my belief in the Holy Spirit. And I'm like, Jesus, where are the hands and feet of you? Like, you're like, like, what about love? Like, we're yeah, supposed yeah, to be yeah. comforted. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, and he's like, Michaela, it's you. And right. I just got, you know, completely swept off my feet by the Lord. And, um, you know, he starts telling me these things about myself and about uh, how I'm going, what I'm going through is my purpose. And he's like, there, like, there's, there's another side of this, and yeah. there's so much that I wish um, church taught that doesn't. Right, and, um, right. You know, my my belief, my hope, I said, Romans 8.18, the pain you are feeling now cannot compare to the joy that is coming. Right, and right. I took that and I said, all right, God, like, what what do you have about this? Yeah. And um, it was shortly after that that my my counselor was like, all right, here you go. And I just dove into that theater um, experience and yeah, I fell in love with people. Mm -hmm. It wasn't about being on stage. It was about being with people. And then when I went through my stuff and I needed people too, Mm -hmm. I had to learn how to still be in love with people and not resent them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You know, and to get back up and say, no, this is still where my purpose is. Yeah. Yeah, the counselor that told you to go to dance, get on the stage, was mm-hmm. that a guidance counselor at school or a private counselor? That was a private counselor, okay. Dr. Lauren Hazori. Okay. Um, and she's like phenomenal. Sounds um, like it. Dr. Yeah. Lauren with uh, hashtag not therapy. Check her out on Instagram. She's amazing. Yeah. Um, that sounds good because she yeah. probably saved your life or, or yes. major. She yes. knew. She knew. Let's let's fight this. and. And not sit at home and, and, and feel sorry for ourselves. And Completely. I say that with a lot of respect. Yeah. But let's not sit at home and do that. Let's get out and right. do just the opposite. Use it as a vehicle instead yeah. of a way to dismiss. Yeah, or an easy way out. Right. right. And, and like you said, yeah. you know, you, you believe in the Holy Spirit and the Lord has plans for you. Right. And, and all that may have been in his plan to right. set you up for something later in life. Well, and I mean, it was incredible. Um, a year after I had my... Uh, ostomy bag mm-hmm. placed um, I 
got a, a year to the day. I got a huge scholarship to a dream school. Yeah. And, um, you know, my interview was in so many tears between me and the man who was interviewing me. Yeah. And, and he said, he's like, Michaela, I want you at my school. So I don't I don't care if it takes you five years. I'm extending your, your scholarship. I yeah. want you here. Yeah. You have something to do. And so the importance of having a, a net of people around you who see the value that you hold and see the mission that you carry and um, one of my favorite quotes you don't have to know where I'm going but you have to believe that I'll get there Mm -hmm. and that's that's like my if you're in my circle we're on each other that's right that's right that's right support so near-death experience what was that what happened yeah so um, okay so I the my biggest symptom of having the inflammatory bowel disease IBD um, was blood loss mm-hmm. and so my hemoglobin which is the red blood cell count in your body um, was like two notches down from what's transfusable for fear of a heart attack wow when I was asleep my resting heart rate was like or heart yeah heart rate was like above 130 beats per minute wow, um, wow. and my I was gonna have a heart attack it's amazing um, you were able to sleep at 130 I mean you know yeah I mean I would stand much... up and pass out yeah. I couldn't shower alone like yeah. it was just horrible I was vomiting and yeah. had a fever for like a month um, I was in the hospital they took my colon out my body reacted negatively to that um, my body didn't heal around my stoma instead it created like a crater like a mm-hmm. two-inch diameter mm-hmm. uh, radius around it of just open flesh and um, you know seeing your muscles is like a really weird experience yeah um, that happened and then my entire uh, GI tract paralyzed twice. Wow. And uh-huh. so they call that an alias. Uh-huh. The first time it happened for two days. The second time it was for five days. And, you know, I felt my body dying. Yeah. I felt it. And how old were you going through this? I was 15. 15, okay. Yeah. 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 So do you have Gary now or is he gone? I don't. Okay. I have, so I had Gary and then I had Larry. And then uh, Gary got a promotion in the office. So uh-huh. now he's closer to the exit. <laughs> and um, so he's, you know... He's doing his thing, and yeah. I'm, I'm a norm. I've got normal plumbing. There you go. I poop like a champ. All right. I poop better than any of you do. I can guarantee that. Good. Um, so was, yeah. it, the, was the bag temporary to to get your internal organs back to doing that? Uh, was the bag? Yes and no. So yeah. I'm very lucky to have had a bag that could be reversed. Yeah, because um, I haven't heard of that much. Right. People, so yeah. it was a three step surgery. So yeah. I mean, for the last three years of my life have been surgery. Heal, surgery, heal, yeah, surgery, yeah. heal. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so most people, and this is where I'm very lucky that my um, my illness was IBD and not Crohn's because mm-hmm. Crohn's is the entire GI tract. Oh, okay. IBD is just your colon. Yeah. And so just my colon was taken out. All of it was, which is also uncommon, but all of it was, um, which is why they were able to reconnect it because the rest of my intestine okay. was still healthy enough yeah, yeah, to reconnect yeah, it. Good. As were a lot of people who have Crohn's disease, which is a vast majority of a lot of people you know. Yeah. Um, you know, they don't have that stability. And I'm telling you, there are more people with ostomy bags out there than you would ever think. Do you think from, from your expertise and being in it and having it, is it, the food we're eating, what's caused, what, why? Oh, geez. Because you didn't ever used to hear of this. Right. So, um, oh, 
I mean, yeah. you can get cancer drinking bottled water now. I mean, you know, it's... Yeah, it's, I, everything our, kills you. It is. And, it, and our, our food and water, you know, our everything we intake now is just so contaminated with chemicals and mm-hmm. preservatives. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, it's really hard because I don't think there's a way to live your life to avoid getting sick. Right. Anything. You're right. Nowadays, there's not. And You're right. so, for me, was it a parasite? Was it, you know... I drank water bottles that had been overheated in the car. I don't know. Um, You know, they say it's genetic, but no one in my family has what I have. So I don't really buy that. And you were so young. You were five when it was first diagnosed. I was five when when I first started bleeding. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I I don't know where it came from. I don't know anyone else in my family or even distant family who has anything like I do. Yeah. Um, I think that the Industrial Revolution, I'm kind of a history buff, so I like studying these things. Um, I think the Industrial Revolution, like, really botched up the way we function. And, um, you know, on top of that, there's a lot of studies about food intolerance and stuff like that. And a lot of that is connected to after um, and during World War II with the rations of our food and how we made it. Um, how we infiltrated our nutrition yeah. to like fill people mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it turns out to be a lot of crap mm-hmm. and that's where you know celiac disease comes from yeah. you don't see celiac disease show up in genetics until that generation and wow. um, I mean it's just incredible and I think that as we continue our technology and our sciences and learning um, we're going to see more and more um, which is scary yeah. Because there's a lot of stuff going yeah. on. Um, yeah. But trying not to live in the fear of that and living a full life, um, you know, emotionally, physically, spiritually. Yeah, absolutely. Intellectually. Yeah. And, and not living in fear, but also, like, take care of yourself. Like, if you're not okay, see a doctor. If you're not okay, take a nap. Like, right, right. That's okay. <laughs> right. Eat a banana. <laughs> right. Do a podcast with me. Yes, <laughs> yes. Um, so if you if you could give some advice to a five year old or a fifteen year old girl, wow, what who's who's just been diagnosed with something as horrible as you, you know, were diagnosed, what would you tell them? Yeah. What would you say, boy or girl? Yeah. Well, and I also I want to give a voice to the men out there as well. Mm-hmm. I think there's a huge um, misconception that men don't struggle with self esteem. Oh yeah, you're right. You're physical right. appearance, and I just want to say, like, to that regard, yeah, like, men, like, you don't have to look like magazines do because, right? It, you know, I just, I just want to really give a moment to that um, and honor that because that is a really undermined hurt in our society. Yeah. Um, but I mean, what I would say to anyone, you know, going through what I went through, it's really hard. I don't, you know, it brings tears to my eyes thinking about it on a real level. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it's okay to feel things. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's okay to feel what you're going through. Yeah. Um, it's okay to cry. How did you handle, or what would you say how to handle bullies, you know, that, that were making fun of your bag or that were poking oh. fun of you? How would you, what would you tell a kid? Because it's easy for me to sit here. I'm 53 years old. It's easy for me to sit here and tell kids, yeah. that's not going to bother you when you're older. It's nothing. But right. to them and to me when I was 15, it was so, you know, I have a, I had a pimple. Oh, right, yeah. <laughs> I'm in ninth grade and I got a pimple. It's it's the end of the yeah. world. The world is ending. Yeah. I was like, everyone look at my pimple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't look at my stomach. So, I mean, it's tough. Kids, yeah. there's, we were talking earlier before we went on, before we I pushed mm-hmm. record um, about the satisfaction with kids today and, and the pressures right. 
that are right. on kids. Yeah, like no one's happy. Right. Nothing makes us happy. Everything's okay. instant. If it, if it can't happen instant. right now, it, I don't want it. You yeah. know, and I think it all comes from who am I? Yeah. No one really knows who am I, what do I want? Yeah. I don't know. You're never going to be fulfilled. So, yeah. you know, finding satisfaction, what's meaningful to you and creating your own meaning, creating your own purpose to things. Right. Um, like, I, ha- I, I had it easy as a kid growing up because... We didn't have electronics. We didn't have, <laughs> yeah. I mean, we didn't have internet. Yeah. And my sister and I shared the house phone. You know, mm-hmm. we each had X amount of minutes to talk to our friends and then we'd have to share it. And and uh, it was easy to get disconnected away from the drama. Yeah. These kids now, they're in school all day long. Mm-hmm. Then they come home and they're still connected to the drama yeah. with social media. You can't get away. I you need to. the sharpest knife is vulnerability. Yeah. And that's a really hard thing to do and do well. Yeah. Um, I, oh my word, like the, the things people would do and say about me, you know, I was gone from school and almost died and, and they're like, oh, like that math teacher abducted her and what did he do to you in his basement and all this stuff. Yeah. And after almost an entire 45 minutes of taking that, I turned around and I said something along the lines of, do you realize what you're saying? Yeah. And they were like, yeah, ha, ha, ha. And I was like, I almost died. I mm-hmm. almost lost my life. Mm-hmm. And he was kind enough to help me mm-hmm. when I needed help. Yeah. And what you're doing right now is destructive. Yeah. And it's not okay. And I will not tolerate it. Yeah. You have a strong person personality now. Did you have a strong personality at 15? Stronger than most. Yeah. Um, I think because I'd been dealing with, you know, when I was 15, I'd been dealing with this for, for 10 years. Yeah. And you had kind of been forced to be strong yeah. with what you were going through. Yeah. You had, I'm getting ready to go through surgery. Right. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. I have right. to be strong. I don't really have a yeah. choice. Yeah. And so, you know, probably the hardest part, and that's where I'm at right now. Okay. I, I'm not losing my life right now. Yeah. I don't have to be strong anymore. Yeah. I have to fight for what I need mm-hmm. and what I want. But how do I soften myself to a place of contentment and mm-hmm. realizing and accepting what I've been through and taking that, feeling the full weight of it. Right. And then saying, okay, now we go forward. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Uh, any other advice you'd give or anything else you want to say? People care more than you know. Yes. They, they really do. Yeah. And that's a good statement is people, people really do care. Yeah. yeah. You're right. Reach yeah. out if you need help. Ask for help. Yeah. If yeah, we're in a, a hug, world. Yeah. Ask for help. Exactly. Hug. I did that a- at the ex- shooting range. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. 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 You were nervous about the gun, and some hugs fixed fixed it. And, mm-hmm. and absolutely. Yeah. You, you have to reach out for help. And who knows where you'd be if that. Say her name again. Your counselor. Lauren Hazuri. Lauren Hazuri. How do we con- How do they contact her? Um, she is on Instagram at okay. Hey Lauren or Doctor Lauren. Okay. Um, but hashtag not therapy is her thing. Yeah. She's great. Because had she not told you, you are going to do dance and you're going to get on the stage, right. where would you be? I mean. I would be dead. Yeah, yeah. 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 This, and, and we wouldn't be talking. Well, number right. one, you'd be dead. But, yeah. but if you hadn't have done modeling and, and mm-hmm. through Jasmine and Rick Meyer photography. You, yeah, fantastic we met. People. Yeah, yeah. Good yeah. people. Um, yeah, it's amazing how just how her helping you. But you're right. Mm-hmm. The point is reach out for help, ask for a hug, yeah. don't do anything. And alone. sometimes help doesn't even mean fix me. It just right. means like let like feel me. Be a, a container a support. Yeah. From, for where I can express. Right. Um and it's gonna be okay. Yeah. It means so much just to be able to unload on somebody yes. or just to talk. Yes. Yeah. Um 
acting modeling if people want to get a hold of you how do they get yeah, a hold of you um, remember there could be some weirdos listening so don't <laughs> give it my home address is yeah, oh no 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 <laughs> um the best way to get a hold of me as of right now mm-hmm. is my instagram which is at michaela alexandria um and spell Michaela. Spell it all out because okay, people yeah. can people can rewind yeah, and listen. Course, but but course. Michaela is spelled a couple different ways. But yeah, spell it out because yeah. I want people to know that if if uh, you, yeah. if they want to reach out to you for acting or Thank modeling, you. beautiful girl, yeah, with a great Thanks. story. So yeah, spell it out and yeah. uh, So it's at M I K A Y L A dot A L E X A N D R I A. Excellent. And You've got some great yeah. pictures up there. Thank you. Shoot me a message and yeah. You know, grab, let's grab coffee. Let's do a photo shoot. Yeah, and yeah. you'll be on. Uh, you'll be in Hollywood soon, one day, and, oh, and on the big screen. That, Absolutely, yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's hope. Let's pray. Yes, um, all of it. Yeah. Well, thank you for coming by. It's I know my you're pleasure. busy, and I know we've been planning this. We've been talking about this for a yeah. month and a half, yeah. and both of us are just go, go, go. But yeah. uh, I think this has been a great one, and I'm I'm glad you came by and shared thank your story. You. And love your attitude, thank love you. your desire for the Holy Spirit, and your thank faith you. in in Christ. And I want to thank you for giving me an opportunity to have a voice. Sure, you know? absolutely. Because not everyone cares. That's right. A that's lot right. more people care than you think. That's right. Some people don't. That's right. Some people don't. That's right. They just don't mean anything for. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, you've been listening with uh, Michaela and Marco with uh, Active Listening with T4 Tactics. Hope you guys have enjoyed it. Hope you have a great day, a great work week. And uh, remember, reduce injuries and save lives. See you guys soon.